today on our podcast episode we want to be talking about routines man trading routines specifically but i feel like routines are so important outside of trading yeah what you think oh yeah absolutely trading and routines you know we're creatures of habit and what what hab- where do habits come from they come from our routines so before we dive into like you know best practices on trading routines i want to bring it back i want to bring it back to when like how does a routine develop you know for particularly in our personal experience right like we are we do things like you were saying we're creatures or habits we do things repeatedly not even recognizing that it's a routine right the way i brush my teeth the way i get up in the morning and all that on the other part like yes sometimes we carry bad habits but on on another part with routines or habits those can change for the better you know so i want to bring it back i mean like where do you think the routines come uh start or where do we get them from you know where do you think like a lot of it a lot of our routines that we have now where does that come from is it just come around being a kid is it come around schooling friends definitely so as far as psychology goes our brains the human brain is more susceptible to learning up to the age of seven and that's when like we we're really just absorbing we're a sponge you know so if we learn how to brush our teeth properly from ages one through seven then it's almost it's a lifelong habit it's a lifelong um yeah and so i guess like what happens is you start off as a routine and that routine becomes a habit and that becomes your life you we just we're just a creature of a bunch of habits and like just before we get into this i want to recommend two great books is you know the power of habit and Atomic Habits. Uh, I know Atomic Habits, uh, Steve Clear, I believe his name is, James Clear. Uh, anyway, they talk about, they talk all about habits. They talk all about um, healthy habits. And then they also talk about unhealthy habits. And so unhealthy habits can come in the form of watching TV. So if you're a kid and, you know, on weekends, you know, from 9 to 12, you would just spend hours watching TV, that would affect you all the way through your adulthood if you don't purposefully change you know so i know i had that that was a bad habit for me but yeah as kids that's when we're most susceptible man what do you think <laughs> yeah dude uh, what comes to mind was like i'm tr- I'm thinking of my bad habits when we're talking about habits and routines dude i'm like <sighs> okay let me see one of my you know i used to have this bad habit or well, i kind of do still biting my nails you know I bite them sometimes uh, annoyingly like j- it just happens dude and my wife only recently my wife points it out you're not in recent like maybe in the last year or so and she points out she's like stop biting your nails and she's like saying that as a like a mom like a mom you know and um when it comes to that like i keep repeating that habit right because it was just a routine for me like growing up that was my bad habit biting my nails and at one point um last year i was biting my nails and it it freaking cracked my tooth dude so i was like oh oh no way wow oh i'm like okay oh i get strong nails huh? <laughs> but <laughs> but that was that was a turning point that was a turning point for me because it was brought to my attention that yes like that's a bad habit bad habits have consequences or it has like a cause and effect right you do one thing 
something else happens right and it, it can be good you have there's good habits as well so when we're talking about this topic right and this that's not even freaking related you know um biting nails you know i hear people having that they do that too and it's not an uncommon thing but going back to the topic is just those forms of action that we do daily in our lives that will affect the future if i was to just sum up habit and the way i view it and if you want a good successful life that where you're going to be expanding or multiplying or whatever right whatever profession or career business you're going to be going into you want to build good habits for that particular path and which brings us to tonight's topic well before we dive into that really what's a bad habit you have bruh <laughs> other than watching tv you know biting my nails seriously biting was so it was so key and you made me think of so many things there it's like you know for a habit to change for us to change a habit either and this is going to tie beautifully into trading here is you know something of consequence has to happen a form of repercussion there's a there's a result, whether it's a bad result or a good result. So in turn, you continuously, in your example, did this habit until you, your tooth chipped. But get like we've heard it from like our spouse. You heard it from people like, hey, you're doing this. Oh, it's that's probably not a healthy habit. And so, you know, I was I got got pointed out too. like Mary and I, we do it, you know, and I mean, it comes down to sub, subconsciously. You're actually stressed. That's why our human physiology we do that without knowing we're doing it so but that's a different topic and uh you know they teach you how to overcome a, a bad habit and this is actually in trading books let's say you broke a plan or let's say you want to place a trade that is not fitting to your plan you have a rubber band and you you know you take a rub i've tried this habit doesn't work for me but you you slap your the rubber band on your wrist you know you have a rubber band on your wrist and every time you feel like you're breaking something you, you flick it so basically you're inflicting pain right and to to deter you from doing said habit bad habit so i mean um that's that's just something yeah going off of it that either you're gonna like for example in trading you're gonna blow your account if you don't fix your bad habits of greed and and fear or you're going or fomo or you're going to you know just it's not going to be pretty that's i mean that's the result you know <laughs> good habits lead to good things bad habits will lead to um worse things i would say mm. worse circumstances. So, yeah 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 we could go into trading yeah how does yeah. it affect us in yeah. how does it affect us in trading no that's great i mean this is like not groundbreaking research you know it's been around it's part of our human nature to have habits and routines and but it, it brings to light because when people dive into trading in, per se or, or investing, they have just such a tunnel vision, right? They want to take in something new that they've never done before. And they're mixing it in the pot of their habits and expecting it to come out in the way they want it, right? The recipe, it's like, you, you you have the recipe to make adobo, right? For Filipinos out there, making adobo, and then you throw in some, I don't know, Hawaiian food or, or whatever, you know, Thai Thai curry. It, it's not gonna mix, yo. It's not gonna mix. You can make some. Well, I don't know. A, a 
culture mixing pot. Bad example. It is bad. Maybe okay. Maybe the food. You know. No. Maybe you know what. Let me let me retract. My you're trying to make adobo, but you're throwing spaghetti sauce in there. Okay, it's not gonna work. There you go. The, uh, the outcome is to make adobo, but you're you're adding this one ingredient. It, it's not gonna work. Okay. So okay, they're a better example. So um, going back to that. When you're approaching trading as a newbie or investing, you've never done it before, you've never made a trade, you never bought a single stock or never put your money to work outside of a bank. It can turn out like, it can go zero to hundred real quick, man, right? Um, you were mentioning you've known people who bought the recent highs in crypto. They, they were so scared leading up, leading up all these years, watching it make new highs, new highs, new highs, then whatever, happened in their lives they finally took the leap to go buy the highest high all-time high only for it to be dropping right now 40 50 percent that's gonna leave a scar on them on their men mentality men um physically they're gonna be like oh, screw investing Damn, my mom was right so and so was right R investing is so risky never never again never again the victim mentality right they they don't want to take the blame mm. they want to blame the person who introduced them to the stock or trading overall they're not going to say it was my actions that put myself into that situation you know and so like i think that's that's one thing you got to acknowledge your habits you got to acknowledge those decisions that you've made and people i think the habit of most um traders failed traders so the statistic common statistic is 90 percent of traders fail and i think what happened is they don't address their habit their bad habits from the get-go oh yes yes let's talk about just that scenario right bob got some money sitting in cash and the newest hot thing on the street is crypto he finally takes a jab at it throws in blindlessly i don't know maybe he was convinced from his friend whatever and he puts his money in crypto right and he his his habits outside of trading or investing maybe he his lifestyle is he's just frugal getting by he, he's very he doesn't splurge as much you know and he he's attached to his money he like keeps every single he can he tries to pin, pinch pennies at wherever he can right and so those are the habits he's building up with going into investing into this high volatile market. What kind of recipe does that add up to? You know, Never it may be well, again, you know, it might it work may, out it for him. It may work out right. We it's at that point, it's a 50, 50% chance. If you're not, if you have no edge, right, you're, you're just going off of pure hype at that time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So let's that's take it. Bob. Let's take Bob, right? So that's what he did in 2021. He took a chunk. He had 50 grand sitting in his savings and he took 30 grand, 35 grand, put it in whatever coin. Okay. Um, and he continued his life. He's working a nine to five, right? And then he's just watching the market. Every time he comes home from work, he's like, okay, where is it at now? Where is it at? Without even spending any extra time you know, um, learning about the technology or improving his skill set, learning about new different things. And, you know, he, he doesn't have any of that. He's just hope, hoping, 
his his investment will go up in value and just with those actions guys we can say that there's a there's not a good chance he's going to be successful at it you know because all his actions or routines he's doing does not put him in the best position for managing his money in the best way and so we want to bring up this topic of trading routines where hey if, if you're the bob who wants to take more control of your money um here's the best what routines to implement right if you want to trade if you want to uh, make a living or make x amount of money or whatever if you want to long-term invest you know there are best practices or routines to increase your um, chances of making a profit in the markets consistently over and over everyone's gonna get lucky hit that one twice winner but how much do you keep in the end we want to talk about best practices leading up to trading and that that kind of sets the tone for your trading day let's let's just talk about bob who's learning about trading and he's figuring watching the markets learning about reading all the books investing in himself what kind of routine do you think bob has that he's going to be able to be successful you know starting out his morning you know it's it's very sounds counterproductive but the first thing you're going to do, Bob, is not look at the charts, ironically. <laughs> like, you think that successful trader, you know, many, many successful traders, that's not what they're doing. They're not looking at the charts as soon as they wake up. Like, a lot of the people we do, like, not people we know, but just uh, our generation, the generation coming up, the new investors, first thing they're doing, they're checking the charts. They're even checking it in the middle of the night, you know, they're checking their, their positions. So, one, that's... They're throwing that habit out. Successful traders are throwing that that habit of checking constantly checking the charts out. So you're waking up, you're drinking water, you're hydrating. Why? Because you want that brain to flow with. You want the fluids to flow through your body. You're lubricating your whole body, and and then that gives that allows nutrients to flow a lot smoother into our brain, our thinking brain. And then from there, you know, you want to slowly wake up, slowly ease yourself into the charts if you have time. Um, I like to, for me, I would recommend Bob to get the blood going, whether that's just a 15, 10 to 15 minute walk or a full on workout. You know, you just want to get that the bl blood going, circulating through your entire breathing exercises. You don't even have to get up off of the bed. You could just do breathing exercises and then a solid breathing exercise routine. I'm not talking just like breathing one, two. I'm like, like deep. In Wim Hof, Wim Hof. The Wim Hof. Yeah, literally that's who I was thinking of is Wim Hof breathing um, or Laird Hamilton, professional surfer. He t also teaches breathing techniques. Once you get that breathing techniques in, you know, that also circulates your entire system of the human physiology. So just, you know, starting the day with movement. That's it. That's, yeah. you know, hydration and movement. That's like probably the biggest keys, you know, even for anyone, not just traders. It's just getting your mind right in that physiological way to adapt. And then start looking at the charts. You're not going to place it. And then when you start looking at the charts, you're not going to place a trade right away. You know, that's what I think. What do you think, Glenn? What are, what are some good routine, morning routines? Just morning routines. Yeah. No. Coming into this, right? while you were, were just um, explaining some of the best routines it kind of brought me made me reflect on my own morning routine like growing up I, I would just see what my parents would do 
Um, they weren't the type to get up early in the morning, exercise. Uh, my mom would always be up in the morning, having her tea, making breakfast for me and my siblings, you know. And then my dad, he'd get up, um, have a little bit of breakfast. He wasn't a big coffee drinker, and then it was like it was just hang out for a little bit and then go to work, you know. And so growing up, we didn't have all the. I didn't have, or I didn't have uh, access, or I didn't even know these things existed, right? Until I started learning about trading, until I started learning about entrepreneurship and business, that taking care of the your body yourself first. Like what Reed was saying, drinking water, breathing, getting the body moving, body flowing, will set you up for a better day or more optimized day um, throughout. Because once the day gets going, it's gonna just keep going. You know, you can't pause time, and be like, "Yo, I'm not ready for this yet, man. I'm not ready. Stop, market. Don't don't do anything. Um, get the body moving. Take care of yourself first. So that's number one. I've learned throughout my journey. That would be number one. And of course, that comes with taking care of your family, your obligations, or, you know, if you're, you have that position and that role in your family or household, you got to go and sit, set that up too. What does that look like? Right. And then you want to, after you're, you're all worked out, you're all like, yeah, I'm already, you hit your personal best in your, uh, uh, in the gym, dude. Um, you just keep going then 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 you you can go ahead and start approaching the markets maybe when you're when you're sound you have a clear mind right you got some food in your belly coffee whatever then you want to start approaching the markets now there are those people who do have different trading schedules where they don't even need to be at the charts early in the morning right like for me, example, swing trade, trend follower. I'm holding positions overnight. I don't need to wake up on the New York Open 3.30 Hawaii Standard Time to take advantage of the market. So for me, it's not as crucial to be having a strict 3.30 a.m. schedule and going off of that, you know. So I guess what I'm trying to say, the goal is to... Create your routine based on your lifestyle. What's important to you? Of course, health and what health is up there. Take care of yourself first. You cannot take care of the market before your portfolio if you can't take care of yourself. Oh, that's solid. That is solid advice. Basically, for me, a lot of you know when I know when I first started trading, man, I made trading fit in my life. I would be like, life has to go on pause. And I need to place this trade. I need to look at the charts. I need, I use that word. I need, I need, I, I need to do this, right? No, it's really, I wanted to. And like, it's not necessary. Like Glenn said, it's not necessary to be looking at the charts that often, right? It's, and it's because, I mean, it depends on your lifestyle. So if you, you have your mornings off, then maybe, yeah, you want to look at the charts all morning and you want to trade. But if, you know, Let's say you only have two hours out of your entire day because, you know, you got family, 
You got to take your kids to practice. You got to take them to school. You got to go to work. Then after work, you got to take your pick your kids up. You got to go get dinner. And then at the end of the night, you know, only eight o'clock at night, you have this one hour of opportunity. If that one hour of opportunity is your trading window, then that's that's when you trade. You know, don't be like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to pick you up from school. I'm going to get you an Uber so I could look at the charts. Son. <laughs> like that's not that's it that I would. Ha- I'm not going to tell anyone to live how to live but it's just you know be smart and like make proper decisions like how do you think that would affect your child and your child's psychology or like just your friends or family you know how do you think it affects them psycho psychologically and then in turn uh you know knock on wood like all things go against you how do you think that would affect you psychologically as well like you know okay because when there's down times in the market you know i'm thankful i got glenn we talk it out you know we we listen to each other and support each other and having that circle of people that's that's around you um helps you psychologically and so you want to have that in mind you want to keep yourself first and i think you know having that circle around you comes next because we're, we're talking about healthy routines and that comes mm-hmm. from a healthy mind, you know, and that's how having that circle helps cultivate that healthy mind. Yes. So let's, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's say Bob does have only two hours out of the day to trade. 8 PM is when he can actually um, look at the charts intentionally. Right, and make some analyzing decisions from there. Right, what would be a best practice at that time? If you have that kind of schedule, if you have that lifestyle where you are still uh, taking care of the household, have a lot of responsibilities, uh, working your career, because you can you can trade and work your full time career. It's possible. It's totally possible. So. What would you recommend best practices or routines for Bob who from eight to nine, he wants to put in, he's able to trade. He's able to trade. Like, should he be? Oh, Uh, the word intentional, man. Boom. You hit it. You hit it so on point. Intentional. So that like, let's say you only have an hour. What if you spend that hour just going over your journal? You know, or some trading, maybe it's only researching one specific stock. It doesn't matter what you do. It's the intentional behind it. So because you're going to get more out of that hour than some people get out in four hours to eight hours because they could have the TV running. They could have a podcast running they, and the charts is running. They could have entertainment running, news running. Are they really intentional? They they may say yes, but it's absolutely false. They they are not fully uh, intentional. And I think that's really Bob. That's what it comes down to is if you're intentional, that that's the key. And then from there, everything will flow. It's okay. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you do with the charts or in the charts or in the market. As long as you're intentional about your decisions and your choices and your actions and what you're doing, then that's solid. That's good for you. But Bob, if you want to be a trader, if you want to be an investor, you got to make that one hour of time. That is your new routine. From eight to nine, my routine is trading. Boom. Eight to nine, my routine. Babe, sorry, I need this one hour. Son, daughter, family. Or, you know, maybe your son and daughter or kids, they go to sleep at 10. 
okay, my, I got to make that hour between 11 or I got to make it hour when they're in the shower. You know, you need to communicate that. And when you communicate that sternly and confidently to your family members, they're, they're going to, you know, let provide that support. I feel like if, and I don't know, it's, it's rough to say like everyone's family is different. Right. But there's going to be a point where people are going to realize like, yo, that Bobby, you really want to trade, man. <laughs> you like, you really want to do this. So I'm going to give you this hour. And so, you know, if, that's what, that's what I think. What, how about you, man? What would you recommend Bob do in this hour? Yeah. Well, that's super good. Like you brought up a good point. I mean, using that word, it starts with intention, right? Letting your family, your certain mini, your close circle know that, hey, look, I want to be, I want to get good at this. This is a new venture. I want to learn. Um, I'm investing in myself. I'm taking action. So I need to move my schedule around and I need a solid free hour or whatever that may be so that you can make your time and you can make progress on where you want to go, you know? Um, but on top of that, say your, your trading block or your availability is eight to nine after dinner, right? You cannot go in looking at your journal drunk or high or under the influence. You know what I mean? Yeah, you cannot. That's a very, yeah, absolutely. You gotta be sober. Right, you can't you be distracted. Be you can't be watching the Super Bowl or whatever game is happening at the time or whatever sports event or latest news, whatever. You cannot because you need to be present. You wanna be intentional with making use of that time. So try the, you have to have, try to have a clear mind, right? You have to be focused, you have to be intentional and you just gotta do it. And there are gonna be times, nights or days where you feel like you're hitting, you're not really making any progress but when you have sound, good, foundational ways to approach it with your intentionality, those incremental steps are going to lead to a bigger thing. You are going to establish your trading your edge. You are going to learn how to risk manage better. You're going to learn how, when and when, where to not press on the gas during these times, high volatile times or, you know what I mean? So we're we're trying to implement best practices routines the small this is what they call putting in the work the grit grinding it out burning yeah. the midnight oil guys guys and gals right yeah i and saw a really amazing quote to like speaking of that it, it's like what you do five to nine after your work day after your busy schedule and what you do on the weekends shows where your true true um passions are so if trading is your passion you're gonna make that time you know you're gonna make that time let's say let's say all week you don't have it you're so exhausted you can't your eyes are sh like red and tired you can't look at the charts man like you're gonna make that time at least on the weekends that's for sure so i you hit it man like you're gonna make that time in intentional it's process over profits is something that comes to mind Ooh. you want to focus on the process and then the profits will come. That's another thing, right? Like you, when you're making strides to your charts or, or looking at the trading market, 
Like, yes, you can't be drunk, you can't be high, you can't be under influence. You also can't be tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be falling asleep. If you press that wrong button, you if you, instead of trading one lot, you put ten lot, that's, that's bull bust. <laughs> or press buy instead of sell or vice versa. Yes, yes. No. You know, I'm speaking from experience. That has happened, yo. <laughs> same, here. <laughs> same here. I've woken up and I'm like, why? Or I look at TradingView, which is, you know, the tool that we use or I use to look at the charts. I'm like, I'll put a fake position. Okay, short this market. I see it dropping. I then check my broker and oh my goodness, I pressed buy instead of sell. And, you know, like it, it comes down to not being in intentional. It's not being aware right there. It's being distracted. <laughs> yes. So. So Bob on his journey, right? He's he's making the time. He's being intentional. He he makes some trades. What kind of practices can he look forward to even after he closes out some trades? Is there things to look out for or does he just simply move on to the next trade? He he made a profit here and on XYZ stock or pair or coin, you know, is or and he even suffered a loss. You know, does he just start con continue on to trade? Is there things that he should do in between entering the market? Oh, yes. Yeah, I would, I would say like, well, take the loss, move on. Take mm. the win, move on. But also, what are you, you going to do? Is there routines to do after? Absolutely. It's journaling. You know, like it just it all comes down the way you're going to see results is intentional journaling. And that, that means you're, you're describing what you, your thought process was going into the trade. And then what your thought process is now that the trade is closed. What did you do? What actions did you take while the trade was live? And that just having that repetitive action and that routine of journaling your trades, that in itself is you know that's a whole nother topic we could talk about journaling in an entire different podcast on how critical that is but i think like after a trade you should journal it for sure at, at the minimum take a screenshot and and then move on if it hurts like you don't need if it's such a bad loss even though you followed your plan and like you you it just didn't work out just take the, the screenshot and move on you know that's it like you just you have to move on and then come back and journal it but in the end, after the trade is closed, come back and journal it. That's that's what I'd recommend, Bob. How about you, Glenn? What would you tell yeah. good old when, Bob here? When I'm when your boy isn't me in a in a losing, getting I getting uppercutted and left kick in the throat from the market, soup, right? Soup soup combo. Um, my go-to, I've learned this over time, right? Of course, you want to look at the journal. You want to reflect on the previous trades you have been making and reassessing yourself and during being in the market you know things aren't going your way you're making decisions you can get lost you can veer off the tracks as you would say you can veer off the tracks go way left what I need what I do was after my positions are closed okay where I'm not currently worrying about any open positions my plate is somewhat white my goal is to reset myself reset my emotions reset my mindset bring me back to a 
calm, neutral state emotionally, where uh, and and not being fearful of pulling the trigger when the opportunity does come up again. You know, so whatever the, for me, like some things I do is, I'll take a break. I'll close the charts. I'll enjoy a weekend. I'll go do something else. We have. You know, my wife and I have businesses, so we we go work on the business. You know, we got this. We're I'm building up trading content. Re take time away from the charts. Even you, you know what? And another thing too, go go shopping, dude. Go spend some money. <laughs> it's counterintuitive. You know, it's counterintuitive. Like, dude, I I just lost some percentage in my portfolio, right? But when you're changing your environment not staring at the screen you're stepping away doing keeping your mind occupied elsewhere doing different things you start to forget well not so much forget but that feeling that losing feeling goes away that feeling bad feeling defeated goes away and then i start to have the urge to get back in the markets and that's when I know personally, I'm like, yo, okay, I think I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Right. And that's kind of like my my best practice routine for when I'm dealing in rough waters, choppy markets, getting whipped out left and right, having getting kicked in the butt. So my goal is to just get back to my optimum self mentally. You know, they call it building up your mental capital and and get as present as possible. Yeah. You remind me of, the, I think it was Einstein. He said this. It was, <laughs> Einstein has all these quotes, right? Mm. No, um, maybe it wasn't him. But he says something along the lines of, the problems you create now can't be solved with the same mindset that you, that created it. Oh. So when you're, when you say like, you know, go out, spend money or go out, clear the mind, reset. And you come back, you're with a, a, a different mindset. You're not in that like sinking loss feeling. You're at a refresh, like, okay, I lost it. Guess what? Now I could go back. I could journal. I could see where I went wrong, what I can improve on. And I think that's very key right there. You know, you're, you're coming back with a, just a, a new, it's a new you. That's what it is. <laughs> and here's a little a new mindset. Here's a little hack. If you're losing, if you're down 10%, go tell somebody. You know, go tell, go on social media. Yo, guys, I'm down 10%. Good challenge. That's a hack. You know why? You're going to accept that real quick. When you put it out there like that, you come to acceptance with the 10% loss. And that's why community that's is strong. It's it's important. Or someone having someone in your corner, you can share that if you're bearing that 10 percent loss and you're just holding that weight mm, that's gonna multiply man so that's a master master fear yeah you know, like you gotta overcome that fear you gotta and that creates you know i think that is actually man to, to come off of that like that goes into fear and confidence and how that affects your trading when you're fearful of talking about the decisions you made you're not you're not coming to that ownership and when you come to that owner only when you come to that ownership is when there's growth and when you're constantly hiding behind like oh i'm not i'm not i'm down that's all you're like okay well, what, what, how much are you down why are you down you know you're not asking those important questions you're not asking the hard questions you're not going to see change in in your trading so 
that's just a, I like that, dude. I really like that. That's brave. Yeah. That takes some bravery. <laughs> so, so coming out of losing season, um, it's a challenge, but it can be done, guys. It can be done, but that's not where the trading challenges stop. It just doesn't happen while losing. It also happens when winning, dude. When winning, you know, when you're up, Reed. Like, do you? When you're, you just have a solid month, crushed it. What goes through your mind? Like, what comes? What kind of habits come out when you're like, you close the books on that month? You're like, dude, January, I killed it, yo. Like, like, do you have a a uh, trading routine that comes to mind when you do that? A habit, a habit. I mean, my habits have changed to much healthier, but I will tell you about my bad habits. So, like, you know, I would go around. I would tell the wife first, like, babe, we made this much percentage. <laughs> babe, you know what? This percentage with a with a five hundred thousand dollar account going to get us, <laughs> babe. I'm telling you, babe, this is just the start. Like, you know, like I'm telling you, my mind went to like Lambos. It went to houses, like jet skis, like, you know, it's it's we laugh we could laugh about it now but like that was seriously where my mind was at you know and and uh that's not a place where you want to be at you know it's good to kind of like envision a, a positive future for yourself but when that there that's ego right it's ego creeping in and again ego is another whole topic that we could discuss that i would love to get into with you um or share about it in a podcast but the fact that like so like now so now if if I if it's a good positive month, I'll just journal it. <laughs> and then okay, now I'm preparing. Can't you know now I begin to ask that question, like, okay, now I need to make sure that I hold these profits. I need to make sure that I don't go gung-ho and just constantly be throwing, oh, I'm up five percent. I could, you know, risk two percent on this trade. You know, like that's the the what um it always creeps into my mind that like I so I, I reel that thought back. I separate that thought, acknowledge it and be like, OK, you know, pull yourself back. You're not God. You know, you're not this almighty trader. Like you need to humble yourself because you could lose it all. Right. So just that's where like now that I've come to like, OK, I've had a, I've had a good month. Let's just keep it going. Re log it. And same thing. Reset the mind. I like it. Like you said, Glenn, like just journal and reset it. So like, how about you, man? Let's, let's talk about a lot, like losses and a loss month and a, a win month. What would you tell Bob here? Okay. So that that's good. I want to, let's really back to like coming out of losing streak, right? You say you're, Bob's on a losing streak, kicking himself. He's like, but he, he's struggling because I'm following all my rules. You know, I'm following my entries and exits to the T, but I'm losing still. I'm not profitable. Well, you know what, Bob? They say the the more you, I mean, the amount of losers, when you have more losers, that means the winner is right around the corner, right? And that's what you're going to need to be around in order for you to ride that winner. So vice versa with winning. If you're on a winning streak and you're just absolutely killing it, just know that some lose there are going to be losers coming around. There is going to be a time where those profits go bye-bye. Right? Yeah. And you know, you have to have the discipline cuz that happened to me, right? The eagle grows and you think you're invincible during winning times, but 
you have to reset yourself back and be like, okay, look, I know losses are going to come. Let's be prepared for it. Let's make sure I don't give it all back. I don't bleed out, right? Because I've gone through that. We've both gone through that. We're like, yeah, you know, I'm up 20%. You know, yeah, I can lose that. Sure enough, you gave back almost all of it and then some. So getting yourself back, um, I like to think about approaching after a winning streak or winning season. Um, I go back to not focusing on how much percent I'm up, right? I go back to, okay, here's my portfolio size now. Let me just stick to my current um, prerequisites or curriculum, I mean, boundaries or, or parameters, my trading parameters, my edge, my system. Let me stick to that. What does it tell me? That numbers should be bigger. You should be trading proportionate to your account, right? If you're used to trading 0.5 lot and then you've, you know, doubled your money or whatever, that 0.5 should raise in, in accordance to your total size of your account, you know, because if you're trying to, your goal is to grow the account and compound it, you can't, it's going to take way longer if you just stick to, um, 0.5 lot all the time you're trading a six-figure account bigger account and then you're just doing that you know you, the growth isn't going to come and then you're going to start get second guessing yourself right and so for me like personally too like 2020 was a good year for me um i was able to take advantage of the drop i was up uh over 100 percent in march i think but the following month when the market got was crazy choppy I gave back, I think, 30%, you know. But I knew my my end goal for was like, okay, I'm up for the year. I'm looking at the year, not just one month. Let me stay profitable for the whole year. Let me manage my risk. 30% was a higher than normal allowed um, allotted drop in, in equity for me. That was a little bit of the ego, gung-ho, letting loose, right? I could have minimized a bit. I could have minimized I got greedy, right? That's it. It happens. It happens. You get greedy, right? So that was a lesson. And I was still able to finish out the year positive. And it kind of fortified that what I was doing was right, but I can do it better. I like that. Like you, you didn't just take that win and like walk away. You were yeah. like, okay, I, I got this win, but guess what? I could, I had my, my losses too. So you were looking for growth there. You know, you're looking for how can I improve this, this win? And I think that that's what makes a great trader, Glenn. <laughs> that's what makes a great trader. Dude. <laughs> big word, bro. That's a big word for me. <laughs> <laughs> so going back, going back to, you know, it's it's a it's a lot of it with your psychological, emotional roller coaster. You're gonna have winning streaks. You're gonna have losing streaks. For me too, another thing too, when it comes to habits, was resetting, bringing my perspective to being in a right place. When it felt more worse for me 
losing my profits than it did my original capital you know and so i had to zoom out instead of winning 100 up 100 percent in one month and then giving um losing 30 percent of that i was focusing on the 30 percent and that that hit me more harder than you know originally so switch the perspective you want to get out of that uh, mindset that tunnel vision i don't know what you call it you know i was focusing on the wrong thing and because of that when you focus on the wrong thing it just snowballs right you you just don't even take trades you're like oh no no i should you know what i already lost this much of my profit right i'm not supposed to lose profit <laughs> yeah so you want to you want to get your perspective right right and then you want to like going back to our habits right if you're in a win you had a big win and then you started losing a lot more than you're usually used to you have to fix what is that habit or routine best practice that you need to implement at that time to stop the bleeding that's good i like uh how you said go back to neutral you know after a winning month let's say you made you know you have a hundred thousand dollar account you made um say you made fifty thousand dollar account i mean you made fifty thousand dollar profit so now you're sitting at a hundred fifty thousand dollar um account you know you're not looking at a fifty thousand dollar gain you're looking at okay i'm at zero i'm at zero now now i need to gain percentage this month and like that that's how i think that's how we need to that's a good piece of advice is like resetting to neutral mm -hmm. as far as that goes not like oh i'm up this much or I, i'm down this much even and this goes vice versa if you're if you lost 30 percent in one month or you, yeah you, you lost 30 percent in one month it's good to go back to neutral like, okay this month i'm at zero it's not that you're down 30 percent i mean you may be on, on the count size but like this is my new baseline this is my new neutral now i'm at zero percent now i need to make money you know or make percentage so yeah that i like that yeah going back to neutral yeah so kind of just rounding out this whole entire conversation that we're having on trading routines you know there's a few things that just stick out right you got to be intentional you want to set yourself up with success whatever routine we're not saying um, you have to work out for 30 minutes every day. You know, you want to start start your morning, start your day with taking care of yourself first. You want to take care of yourself first. You want to be intentional with the time you're going to trade, whatever your lifestyle is, whether it be one hour in the morning, one hour in the midday or whatever at the end of the night. you Everyone has obligations. We have family to take care of. We're holding down the household, we have other things that's going on, life happens, right? So you want to be intentional with your time. And then when it comes to after the trade, you want to be able to journal, reflect, reassess, clear the mind, right? Winning or losing, you know, I'll let, I'll let you take off the, the rest and uh, tie it up, read. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about um, taking it off after the trade. So after the trade, if you're dealing with losses, you know, step away from the screen. Just take a moment. Go shopping, like Glenn said, you know, just go be in nature. You know, that's a really big key. And a lot of um, traders, they like to go for just to the park. 
you know, or in just be in nature. In Hawaii, we're thanks. Luckily, we got the beach. You know, go hit the beach, man. Even if it's just standing in the sand, you don't even have to get in. Just get, stand in the sand. Um, so after so that's after losses, after wins. You know, stay humble. Stay humble during the wins. Don't focus on how much you are up or how much, uh, what you're gonna do with all your wins. You know, if it's and here's a side topic: if it's not in your bank account and it's just in your trading portfolio, don't even consider it in your bank account and how you're gonna spend that money. Okay, um, <laughs> side rant end. And then just overall, you know, at the end of every trading session, after every single day, after every single month, and it, every single year, <clears throat> excuse me, year, you want to go back to neutral. And by neutral, we mean both just, we restated this a lot, clear the mind, go back to a reset mentality, be clear, be intentional, and uh, and it repeat, you know, go back to neutral. And then it, it just repeats everything is take care of yourself. Set the time aside. Like, so it'll just continuously be repet repeated, repetitive. Yes. So. Yes. And uh, another yeah, thing, and I mean, just one more. We we'll give a bonus, guys. Another, like the best practice to have all, as well is always be learning, lifetime learner. Yeah, learning. I like that. That's super important there. Yeah. Like you. Yeah, you're gonna find new routines that work for you. You don't always stick to the same things over and over. Try to try to mix it up a little bit. And that I think that's, you know, trying new things is also part of the learning experience of being trading. Oh, man, tie it off at the end. I saw this really amazing tweet uh, by some trader and he said, you know, most people live one life. And he said, traders live five to ten lives <laughs> because we're always learning and we're always adapting. We're always growing as a human, like as a human being on this planet experiencing fear greed in the markets and then we we see that in real life it we handle situations a lot differently so like having these habits and being open to change just being open-minded is going to make you just not only a great trader but it's going to make you a great human being too that's that's my last end note oh thanks for sharing that bro and on that note, that's a good way to just end this conversation, this podcast episode, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed us sharing our best trading routines and practices that you can apply today. To you know, hopefully you guys can re re listen to this, take some notes. We dropped a lot of cool, cool stuff here, and knowledge and experience. Um, and continue this conversation with us. You know, go to HawaiiTrading.com, HawaiiTradingAcademy.com, and hit us on the contact. If you haven't gotten into our private network yet, you want to continue this conversation, send us a message there, and we'll see you see, see you guys soon. Thanks for listening, off. <laughs>